And we're live. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome along to season two, episode eighty-nine of the UK Dallas Cowboys Fan Club podcast. Um, I just got in by the skin of my teeth. I was having technical <laughs> difficulties, and Paul, <laughs> Paul, a great. Just I have all have it. Must have been by the hero, Ginny Chin Chin. How are you, both gents? Ah, not too bad, not too bad. I've, I've got a wee bit of company now. Well, she's actually passed out now. <laughs> <laughs> not in a female, I mean, I mean as in a dog, so, yeah. I've got a, few, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a companion now, so it's all good. Ah, uh, oh, very nice. Can't be the dog. So, 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 she, so she might actually jump up and you might see her today, folks, so. Because <laughs> we, we all know here in UK Cowboy, especially like Kelsey and Megan, that they all love dogs, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a, as, as, a, as a fellow dog um, dog parent, yes, I, I wholeheartedly uh, endorse that statement. Graham, how are things? They've been better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, half, half time it looked all right, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah, Scotland is in lockdown. Well, most of Scotland is in lockdown, so yep, uh, still here. Bit of yep. bit of yeah. cowboys respite. Well, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we absolutely will. It's um, the first the first day um, that we have come out of lock out of a six week lockdown here in Ireland. So I think everyone is um, burning down the shops at the minute. Jeez. God only knows what it's going to be like for the next few days. But um, good evening, one and all. As you can see, joined by Paul and by Graham. Um, before we get into this, obviously, um, send your comments in. Paul's already flashed up the sign there. Otherwise, we're just three guys talking about it. a game which is four, five days old now at this stage that we've thoroughly dissected amongst ourselves in the group chat but um you know your feedback any comments you have you know just send it in to us and we'll get you up there um and paul if you want to do the shout out to our corporate sponsor mr barry griffiths yes of course uh so as you know as you know from our thanksgiving show our one and only mr barry griffiths it was our special guest and this is Cowboys experience, the ultimate fan experience for meet and greet, tailgate and game day experiences. As myself and Jamie, we've went with Cowboys experience on numerous occasions. I cannot vouch for these guys like any higher. They, they, they treat you like royalty. So if you are planning going to a Cowboys game next year, there's obviously with COVID and stuff like that, be sure to book with, uh, with Cowboys experience and use the discount code. UK Cowboys to receive a free gift. So, and uh, what more is what, what more else can I say? It's a free gift, and also you get to meet like our legends, like our Drew Pearson and current Cowboys and stuff like that. And yeah, and it's it's great. So yeah, CowboysExperience.com. And Graham, give us the Richard Jones line. Don't be a clown. Enjoy free stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So, um, get evening, Lauren. There. Evening, Lauren. Even Lauren, our, our, our most reliable. I think Lauren at this stage is pretty much is has sealed the number one spot for us in our. Uh, he's he's always online. Yeah. Um, you know, getting into the 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 quick highlights. Obviously, we lost 
Uh, no, we didn't lose 1641 to the Vikings. I forgot to update that. We lost 64 or 1641 to the football team. Um, <laughs> our record is now 3-8 and eight on the season. We are in last place in the NFC least. Uh, we have a top five uh, draft pick. Uh, if the season ended today, I mean, could it get any worse, folks? No, I don't think it could get any worse unless we actually lose Zach Martin or lose anyone that's still significantly um, a star player. Well, would you call them a star player after that second half performance? Um, but it's yeah, it's just been one of them seasons where injuries have just completely cost us, and it's just among other things which I'll let you guys go into deep because I just couldn't watch the last five ten minutes of that game. I couldn't watch it. I actually left, and I was just that disgusted with it. So that's my my narrow-minded view in that game. It's like I just pff, second half I thought we were doing all right. Then after that, I was just like, you know, yeah. We the, the most the most irritating thing is the the implosion in the fourth quarter. Twenty-one unanswered points in the it's fourth like, quarter. It's like we completely fell asleep. It's like somebody just turned off the life support and we were just like, beep. Like, yeah. And I, I just could not understand it at all. It, it, it was bizarre. It's like we were doing, we were doing fine going like, like going into the fourth, I think, from what I can remember. Like, we, we were still trailing, yeah, but we were still in the game. We were still pushing the ball up, upfield. We, we could have made, mm. we could have made better use of the red zone. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but somehow something happened in that fourth quarter. We just completely shot off, and Washington just went to town on his stage, just completely decimated us from yeah. offensively and defensively in that fourth quarter. And I was just like, it was like a completely different team that we just put out. It was like we had our three quarters, we were always in the game. Then the fourth quarter, it's like we were. It's like watching the replacements. It's like watching that film. You just brought your replacement players in and just put on like a whole new like pfft, I don't know, like I don't know. It, it was it was just absolutely bizarre. It really was. I mean, we <clears throat> obviously we'll get into the Cowboys' offense, but um, I thought our our O line and Zeke had a pretty dismal night in the in the running game, passing game. I think we. I think they get a pass in the passing game because we did manage to get 25 targets yep. uh, or 25 receptions. So they do yep. get a pass in the passing game. But yep. uh, 32 yards from Zeke, no touchdown. Um, Tony Pollard vanished off the face of the earth. Um, to give them to give them such strong praise for the one-two punch that we provided against the Vikings for it to evaporate Really, really disappointing. Um, stressed, stressed during the Steelers post game, um, Vikings pre game, and or the the um, has we we have no consistency. We have zero consistency yeah. across the team. We asked for the yeah. defense to step up. They they held, but I think that fourth quarter collapse. Um, it's like, it's like, defense. 
Our offense couldn't move the ball, so you're going to end up gassed on defense. Um, just a really, really poor show, and particularly in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Lauren coming in with the comment. Fourth quarter result to play for, but I think the emotional disruption of the early week took its toll. That that's a good point. Uh, that could potentially do because we did like play Thanksgiving, then we're just going back in again. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. I'm just kind of like the hell, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't so long ago we were seeing comments on Twitter. You know, should the Cowboys go for the the division? And then we go and serve up. I still think. I still think we should. I still oh. think we should. At this stage, I think what well, we're at best going to finish finish three and three in the division, um, and that includes we have to go to New York for a game, and we have that other team from Pennsylvania who are just about keeping us relevant. I mean their their performance yesterday. I mean, well, if, if, if that's anything to be positive about, at least when at least we are our our star our star quarterback isn't trash. I um I think I was I was looking at this stats at one point last night, and they had ten passing yards with I think at the two minute warning in the first half. I couldn't believe that. So I mean, as bad as all as bad and all those things are for us. You know, I mean, it's worse than one of their fans. It may, now it makes you really do wonder why the Eagles went for a quarterback in that second round now, because there was obviously some trust issues or there was lack of, well, well, not trust, I would say concerns with Wentz. I know we're kind of going off topic here, but, um, mm-hmm. and it's, and I'm sorry, Eagles fans, but I like to take the piss at you, so screw you. So, um, <laughs> Even though we're, we're just as bad right now, but at least we're not you guys. Um, but and we're not. We're 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 effectively missing our whole O O line. Yeah, we're missing uh, our 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 starting quarterback, our starting tight end from last year, his replacement this year. You know, I mean, I think the only two skill positions which haven't been affected so it's far, and I'm probably putting receiver. the mockers, receiver and running back. And our running yep. backs have been abysmal this year. But, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say abysmal overall. There's been like it's it's inconsistent. It's, it's like Graham mentioned it earlier. It's been very like there's been games where the running game has been so effective. The old, like mm-hmm. I diminished O line. I've actually stepped up to the plate. Like that game against the the Vikings was a perfect example. Like yeah, they, they did a great job. Um, but going into this game, it was like it was like we're watching a bipolar team. You just don't know what what to expect. If that's the if that's one word to sum up this Cowboys team is bipolar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is a pretty good comment. But go on, Greg. I don't know if I can top that. <laughs> to be quite <laughs> honest. <laughs> um, well, well, hold on, though, guys. What, what I will say. What I will say is, at least, at least we know our deficiencies. Yeah. You know, every other NFC team, or NFC East team, has their quarterback. Well, know who their quarterback is. Um. But they they don't have they. Do you know what I'm going to say? They don't have the excuses that we do. 
they don't they don't have like the like the list you've rhymed off there, Brian. Um, I challenge any team in the league to have that list and not have a a five hundred percent season, a five hundred percentile season. Yeah. Um, because that it's a it's a brutal it's a brutal injury list. Um, what's making it so tough to be a Cowboys fan right now is every so often we get sowing a seed of hope, mm. and two weeks later it's dug right out of the ground and binned, and then we've got to start yeah. all over again. You know, we get, like for instance. Um, we get Jordan Lewis back, Trayvon Diggs goes on IR. You know, yeah. that kind of way, it's it's to and fro. Um, bi- bipolar, mate. Bipolar. Bipolar <laughs> with injuries. You get a good with the bad, and then you get a bad with the good. It's like it's, it's like early on in the season, we got, we got, got rid of the, the bad stuff, and we had the good stuff, and with the defensive line. Like, you know? So it's... Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is the word for today is bipolar. Honestly, <laughs> uh, before before we start breaking down the um, the game itself, just a quick injury update: um, Zach Martin and Cam Fleming both went out on the very first drive. Um, both are reported as likely to miss multiple weeks. I think Zach is an ankle, Cam Fleming is his right knee. I mean. We are now in a situation where we have lost both our starting tackles, our yeah. backup starting tackles, and we are now on to third choice starting tackles. I mean, yeah, it's unprecedented. And this is what I, this is what I am like. I'm seeing like I'm not maybe trying to jump the gun here, but I'm already seeing draft reports. And not one of these draft reports are saying offensive line. And like, are you freaking kidding me on here? That is probably the most thing we need right now is more O linemen more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. like defensive players can change based on scheme, changing based on the defensive quality. But we're terms of offensive linemen. The numbers count. You need numbers for offensive line. And and with all of our stars there, there's, there's no one there to kind of help grow the backups now. Like they're basically freelancing as they're going along right now. It's yeah, and the lack of experience is clearly shown right now. I mean, I mean, for example, with like Terrence Steele, I mean, he was thrown, he was thrown into the wheels. He, he got caught out so many games. Then we took him out, and Zach Martin came in, like did a great job in that game. And now he's back out again, and you see the difference in terms of like the caliber of when you've got your starters, then your backups. The backups are only kind of like reaching up to that same level as them right now. But when it comes to going forward, we definitely need to start looking and get more offensive linemen in the off season and in the draft. I, that I would say that's I, I would say that's probably more priority number one than over our secondary right now. Like you can still get good, you can still get good secondary players going into the draft, like in the later rounds yeah. and stuff like that. Like you know, like with Diggs, perfect example. I mean, like that was an absolute steal, to be honest. Um, but when we get him back next season, different story. But yeah, it's yeah, so losing Zach and losing, and I hate to say that losing Cam Urban. Like Cam Urban was actually playing okay up to that point. Like he's actually getting better. Like. 
I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I was seeing it. I was seeing a big, massive difference in the past two games when Cam Irvin was playing. Like especially in the pass, especially in the pass protect, uh, pass protection. I mean, it's it's just it's it's the Jekyll and Hyde season. We can come up for as many as many phrases as we want for it, but um, with him having an injury now, that there's every chance he'll regress. Um, I mean, I, I, here's a question for the both of you: Can either of you, or any of the viewers, any of the listeners, yeah, get your comments can, in, guys. Can anybody remember the Cowboys going through to week? Let's call it week tw- week twelve of the season, mm-hmm. and not extend anybody. Because, to my knowledge, we have not handed out a single contract offer to anybody a, during wow. the season. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, straight off the top of my head, um, where's Michael Gallup's deal? Oh, God, I, that, I, that's one thing I'm kind of concerned about, the fact that we're not actually making any moves for him right now. I will say this honestly. I don't think they're going to renew. I, no, I don't think they believe they can renew because... He is going to want money, but for me, where's he been for the last few weeks? Yeah. He's been a non factor. Well, well, that's going to bring his price down anyway, so we may actually get him still. We might. I don't, I don't think so. You don't ever generally have three receivers like that on one team within the cap era. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I mean part, part of us down to Dak Prescott and part of us down yeah. to um, having three studs. Uh, three stud wideouts, and I think I don't. And, and, and memory says I'm pretty sure Mike uh, Gallup doesn't really want to leave. Like I think he'll, uh, as, as far as I'm aware, like because Barry our sponsor, like like he's really close to Mike Gallup. He's one of the players that does come to the meet and greets and stuff like that. Has great relations with him. I'm pretty sure that he really does want to stay in Dallas for the long term, and. I don't know if he'll do what Jalen kind of did, took a reduction, well, it's not a reduction, but a, a team-friendly deal type I, of thing. Like, for me for me personally, I think there's too many teams with whole wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I think he'll I, get offered yeah. stupid money by somebody. I know. Yeah. Or, or, or without a doubt, he will. Like, don't forget, Amari Cooper got offered stupid money from other teams as well, and he decided to take a deal with us instead. But I think it's because... Well... It's, in fact, I actually really don't know. I've been perfectly honest, but I just I think it's the the culture of the right receivers I've got right now. They feel as though that they can actually do so many good things with Prescott, and for them to go to another team under different scenario, different coach, it's going to be just let's be honest. Any, like how many free agents were, who's been offered a big massive contract have really exceeded the expectations? I like 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 especially at wide receiver. Like when you really think about it, it's not really many has done it. Um, it's a fair point. Off the top of my head, yeah. uh, Robert Woods. Um, who's? Uh, yeah, I'd have to think about it. You're, you are right, Paul. I'd have to think about it. Um, yeah, I mean. The, I mean, to be fair, Michael Gallup still has twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, he's still got, he's still got next year. So I the, think that I, it's not the yeah. last. But I, I just, I'm, I'm struggling to think when was the last time we went through an entire season and didn't extend anybody. 
what I, I say entire twelve weeks. Yeah. I mean, think of the what the viewers can do this in their own time. See if you go to overthecap.com, you can see our free agents, and there's a hell of a lot of defensive players on that list. I think it's almost as if we're saying, sorry guys. I think the last one I can recall was when we tried to offer DeMarco Murray the extension and he declined it. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be much earlier than that when it comes to, um, oh God, what's his bloody name? Good job. I can't remember. I, my, my mind's fucking mush. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, it, for me, the way I look at it is they're still trying to figure out what the cap is going to be next year, how much they're going to have. And once once the season is over, they're going to they're going to do something uh, because like at this point, I think we've maybe 30 million we can carry over into next year. We've like 25 million free uh, yeah. into next year. So obviously a big chunk of that is going to go to one Ray and Dakota Prescott. Um, Oh, he'll get his well, money. He'll get. He'll get his money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get the forty million or the thirty-five million he was looking no. for. No. But it's, the, the it's, injury, it's, the, it's going the, to get, the, it's going to get the, done. The injury is going to set him back in terms of the pay grade, but he will make that back up in terms of sponsors, sponsorship, and yeah. endorsements. Because yeah, especially when it comes to being the face of America's team, not mm-hmm. just America's team, but the world's team. Um, he's going to get. He's going to be on the commercials. He's going to be on the Wheatley's boxes, Pepsi commercials. He's going to be the face of the franchise of the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. So he will earn that extra revenue revenue outside of the cap. Like he will still earn that. Yeah. But in terms of him, his actual salary, it is going to dampen it down a little bit. And but he's yeah, he kind of just spoke on it there, Brian. It's it's like the the injury and stuff like that. And, it's he's not going to get that Mahomes or Russell Wilson money anymore, and I think he he needs to accept that. But I think, and yeah. we spoke, we, we did speak this extensively, and it was, I think it was just down to the, the poor decision making of his previous agent, Todd Francis, uh, Todd France, who, yeah. who was just trying to really rip the piss of the Joneses, or like because yeah. they, they had an agreement, then France would kind of come back and say, okay, we're not actually, even though we may have kind of fairly agreed a bit, we actually kind of want this now because of Tannehill and all that stuff now. Like, yeah. and, and that's the, Chris, but the thing is, he's the same agent for uh, Ryan Tannehill for the Titans. You know, like, he's like, he's like, oh, I can get that deal. I wonder why I can get that, that deal, even though they kind of like pre, like, negotiated and stuff like that. And now it just went over the shit. Because the Joneses were like, oh, no, no chance. We already kind of agreed what we want to give them, and yeah. we know. And here's the length. So, oh, it's not so much about the money now; it's about the length now. Like they were just completely strewn Dak and strewn the Cowboys to the front center because of that agent. Now, yeah. and and if anyone is trying to understand it, like that that Prescott had no input. He cannot talk to the Cowboys like Jerry and Stephen about the contract, it's all done through the agent and the representatives and the Dallas Cowboys. It's all in them. Like, so if there's one person to blame, it's that guy, Todd France. Yeah. I will say one thing, though, for, for like, I mean, let's not forget Dak has got 31 million, 31 and a half million this season. He has yeah. to play a full season. 
And you know what? I don't begrudge him that for one second because no, oh, he's earned it. He's Like, like for him to play, like when you really do think about it, uh, over the span course of four years, he's earned pennies and compared to some of the quarterbacks like he's pretty much earned I think it's like it's not like one twentieth of the contract that Carson Wentz is on or something it's something it's something stupid statistics like one twentieth or one sixteenth it's in that it's in that range in terms of what in terms of the rookie contracts because he was a fourth rounder no one expected him to be a start or not but it's 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 crazy just crazy like but but when you seen that he got his 31 million. At least that helps him bring up the balance of the money that he actually deserved. I know, I know we're trying, I know we're trying to get into the game, but just to go down the list for a quick second. Um, here here are the starters or potential starters for uh, the free agency list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Irving has been starting. Joe Looney yeah. is the starter. Uh, Chido Awuzie, starter. Uh, Jordan Lewis, potential starter. Adam Redmond, the replacement centre, starter, <laughs> sort of. Um, Antoine Woods, now starting, potentially. Bring uh, him Noah, back. Bra- Noah Brown, Xavier Woods. I mean, it, it's. But, I mean, this is the thing. Are we going to yeah. are we going to let all of them go? Antoine I Woods would. will be. Uh, uh, well, Antoine Woods would be back. I think. Like he's like yeah. I don't like like people still some people do give him a bit of slag. Uh, to me, I think he's a favorite. He's a favorite. I mean, like mm. he's the type of player that will actually like, like especially what he did in the Pittsburgh game. Like yeah. his heart's in the right place. Like he's got the team mentality. He's playing for the star. Like yeah. that to me, sure. like show it shows the the traits of the personality of the player. Not just that he can be an absolute disruption in the middle of that defensive line regardless let's let's just park this one for a minute and we will come back to this because it is something we can talk about in a bit more depth um but just before we do actually start getting into the into the game we just wanted to bring up a point um obviously we were on the show on wednesday night i think it was only after just after we finished yeah half an uh, hour after we finished yeah Yeah. the show yeah Marcus Paul passed away, so obviously we'd all like to pass on our condolences to Marcus, to his family, to the people at the um, at the Cowboys organization. I mean, it can't have been easy for the players themselves going out on Thursday for that. But we didn't want to go through this show without letting that being highlighted. So, rest in peace, Mark. Yeah, rest easy, Marcus. Um. So let's let's try and have a little, you know, let's for a couple of minutes look at the game. I mean, I think look on the Cowboys offense. I mean, we kind of we kind of touched on it. Um, you know, run game wasn't there. O line wasn't there. Passing game, we give it, it a pass. There. But I mean, yeah, it was there. It was there. Um. I mean, you think about it, Brian. Like it was yeah. there cause with the O line that we had. Yeah, it's actually not bad when you really do think about it. See if we had our actual starting O line there. Who knows what the numbers could have been? Who knows what the scoreboard could have been? So all yeah. that has puts in, puts that in perspective for us to get 
for Dortmund to get that many amount of yards and even get a single touchdown and for likes of Cooper to get over 100 yards. What what I wanted to touch on out of this game, right, and I think we did talk about this at the week uh, on last week's show, or it might have been one of the shows the week before that, after the Pittsburgh game. Kellen Moore, is he now coaching for his job? I think I think we could apply this to every coach on the roster. Yeah, I, I, I think every, I think every coach is fine for the job right now. I really do. I really do. I, like, I, I, I after after I think it might have been after the Pittsburgh game we're saying he did something, but I'm looking at the stats for red zone offense and it's absolutely rubbish. I would say we're in the bottom five across the league for our red zone offense. Um, Graham. Paul I, I no word of a lie. I saw um, potential Lions head coach for Kellen Moore. Somebody in the NFL rates Kellen Moore. I saw him listed on Twitter as a potential head coach for the Lions, who lost, who lost Matt Patricia at the weekend. I would love to know. I would love to know what the Lions are smoking right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is a rated offensive mind. Yeah. Um, it's difficult because it's it's like it's like asking a joiner to go to work without a wrench. Mm. You know, um, it, it, it's difficult to judge. It's difficult yeah. to judge because I mean, you, you effectively say to Moore at the about halfway through this game, not even halfway through, during the first quarter, yeah, Kellen, you know that running game you planned, you planned to to balance with the with the passing game. Yeah, we're going to take two of your starting linemen away. All right, yeah. thanks for that. So what do I do now? <laughs> you know, the, the the all the viewers will know. Um, the camera cut to <laughs> the Cowboys sideline, and Adam Redman looked really, really nervous because <laughs> he was next. He was next to. Yeah. We finished that game with six offensive linemen able yeah. to play. <laughs> so yeah. so tight. Um, you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't judge him. I don't think you can. I mean, it's really really difficult to judge him. Yes and no. I I do I do quite like I like. There's been times where I really love what what Taylor Moore's done. But it's kind of goes back to this, this inconsistency. Even though when we still had the the, the O line at the early start of the season, yeah. even at, like that Rams game, for example, the the East season opener, some of the decision making that he was doing, I was like, ah, "What are you doing? What? what like why the sweep and the, like, the sweep passes and all that type of stuff?" And I'm just like, "How many tackles for loss did we have in that game?" Because of Aaron Donald, and this is where we're supposed to be our starting five O line at the time. Mm. So, yeah. and kind of going forward that as well. Like there's been like like I said, like there's been moments of pure magic where the, it was the right play call, but there's been some absolute howlers as well. And yeah. and I think Kellen Moore does need to take some stick for that because he knows the players that are on the field. He should play to their strengths. Why run 
the, like the fake handoff, then pass it to whoever. Then it's like a, I, I, I can't even remember. The, like I'm a defensive minded player, right? Yeah. But it's like a, a, a double pass. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're handing it all yeah. off, then then the right, then free you hand flicker. it off. Yeah, free flicker, right? Pretty much. And you're like, it's like the defense kind of knew it was kind of happening. It's like mm. it was. It was like it was like too predictable. Um, that that football team defensive line. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be scared for the next couple of years. I'll be honest. Like regardless who like if when we who we draft offensive linemen or bring in the off season for offensive line, we're still gonna, we're still going to have a work cut out with that defensive line. No, regardless, Chase Young, Fontes, where. Sorry, as long as it stays hungry, because um, you never know what happens when you pair a, a D line and it can disappear. Um, and sure. I mean, the <laughs> Washington know all about paying defensive linemen and Albert Hainsworth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, there's there's not much you can do if you know your pocket's going to collapse. 95% of your plays. Um, I mean, we were, we, were, we were worried about it before Zach Martin went down. We were worried about it before Cam Irvin came out of the game. Um, I mean, this, this is why it's so frustrating because we were in the game in the third yeah. quarter despite yeah. all of it, despite losing the entire offensive line, despite losing Dak, despite having a questionable at best defence, we were there. It was possible, and then it just collapsed. It's, it's like, it's like we ran out of steam. So, this is not just offense orientated. Like, can I bring you both back to one play in the game? And yep. this is where it seemed to all fall apart. It was the interception I- by Jalen. Like Jalen was trucking down the sideline, and. Van Der Esch made a soft block on a, I think it was Terry McLaurin. Yeah. And McLaurin caught Jalen Smith. And with that, just everything, the air just went out of the team. That's a good point. You would have thought that the whole team would have been fired up after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 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 it was sort of on the sideline, but. But it's funny that you mentioned that. Like we were at the one yard line. I don't even, like. Did we even did we even score a touchdown in that that, that drive after that interception? I don't think we did. Kicked a field goal. There you go. Know, it's just a, a field goal. But it should have been seven points. Yeah. It should have been. Yeah. It should have been. It should have been run the, like in the words of um, uh, West Coast, run the damn ball. Yeah. Like like that's what should have happened, and we 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 just kept. Washington just basically had one over us throughout that whole game. It comes to situational red zone, pretty much. Because yeah. most of the because mo- our touchdown, I think our touchdown came from the long ball, didn't it? Like I'm, I'm still fifty-four like, yards, fifty-four yards yeah, foul so, over the top. Like so, it doesn't matter. Like regardless, like it always seems to be like you said, like we're one of the worst teams for red zone. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. I I don't I. Uh, I mean, I think I think it was Mike that said that he is questioning 
Um, he is questioning Jalen now, um, but yeah. I, I don't think I don't think the game collapsed on the interception. That was that was a kind of shot in the arm, in my opinion. I think the game yeah. collapsed on the fourth and ten fake punt. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Unless, yeah, it, it just seems on. to be it seems it seems to be piling yeah. on top of Jalen Smith just now. Yeah, like let's 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 jump straight into that. I mean, what happened on that fourth down play? Right, um, I, I've been thinking because we knew this question was coming up. We knew this question was coming up, and regular mm. listeners to the regular listeners, the regular viewers will know I'm a Mike McCarthy guy, but mm-hmm. not to the extent where I will back him to the hills and put cowboys tinted glasses on and yeah. uh, just just say stupid things. That was a ridiculous decision, and we can all we can all blame the the, the special teams. We can, we can blame the special teams coordinator. But he must have approached McCarthy to say, "Can I do this?" And McCarthy must have signed off on it. There is no way, yeah, John Faso has gone in with that punt formation and, and not told Mike McCarthy's what what he's doing. Um, because she saw them speaking about it after it. Like, it's like yeah. there's a bit of miscommunication or something. For fourth and ten. Almost in, our, it, almost in the red zone. I couldn't it believe it. I, I, it was in the red zone. It was. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the... F-? Like, I literally, like... That That to me was the point, like, that's it. Game's over. That was it yeah. for me. Like, I felt as though if there was a chance for us to still be a part of the game, that was it. Like, I would have been happy, happy like, just get the ball over to their side and let the defence try and get the ball back, at least. But... It, but is the fact that we actually forced our defense to be or automatically like just coming on the field and being red zone minded? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, uh, I exactly, Paul. Our our defense needs every bit of help we can get. Stretching exactly. long, long fields. Ask ask um, Alex Smith to drag the ball down the field. You know we we all know Alex Smith struggles. I, he's he's a game manager. He was a game manager. I think he's been a game manager his whole career. He's yeah. not gonna. He's. I don't think he's gonna tear teams apart anymore. And I fully expect no. the. I fully expect Washington to look at QB, um, in in March. It's not. That's not a, a, a secret. Yeah. They're gonna look at QB. The, 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 to, do you know the Do you know what the crazy part is, Graham? The fact is, he's pretty much the third string, third string quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. the crazy yeah, thing. That's the crazy thing about this whole situation. It's like yeah. Alex Smith just came back from a devastating injury. He's had limited reps all season. Clearly, what's his face? The the quarterback that got drafted for Washington last year. Dwayne Haskins. He's clearly not want to be there. Nah, he's not want to be involved. That he's looking to mm. kind of get offloaded to some other team to try and reinvent himself. They've got this guy Kyle Allen or something. He was promoted to the start, oh, he got injured, and, and you're basically asking for a guy who just came back from, literally coming back from death pretty much. He could have died from the, the infection of yeah. the, the injury that he got. And it just, like you said, he was pretty much being a field general through that whole game. I mean, fourth and ten. I know, I know. It's, it's, fourth, 
fourth and one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Fourth and ten inside the Redskins, uh, inside the football team's half. Yeah, mm. possibly, but not where they were. Not where they were. And um, the, wor- the worst thing was, it was pitched so far back. I mean, you are not giving the guy a chance to even make a play. No. It's not just that. It's like, like I can, I, so I can see why we did it, though, because they would never expect it. But the thing is, though, is, is the snap back, it was too far back, and, and the special teams on the defensive side were like, hold on a minute here. It's like, yeah. we've, actually got t- we've got time to capitalise on this. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. That, that, I don't know that, what, that's the problem. I don't know what the particular yeah. position is on special teams, but the, the, the Washington player lined up at the sideline. Go mm. back and watch the play. He doesn't move. He lets he lets his guy go because he knows he knows yeah. that some some doesn't smell right, and uh, he made a solid tackle, and we end up with egg in our face. Yeah, um, we deserve we deserve a slap in the face for yeah. that because it was and stupid. Lo and behold, it took them six seconds to score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I yeah. think the worst thing was we didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage on that play. Yeah. No, so it was actually. I think it was a tackle for if, a loss. Yeah, it was. It was a tackle for a loss. Like so, it might have been that we were just outside the red zone, but it ended up back inside the red zone because it was tackled for a loss. But flipping it over, let's just take a look, quick look at the defense. I mean, <sighs> it makes tough reading. It really does. Um, I mean. If I, don't saying, if if uh, uh, I don't know what to say anymore. If, the, if, the, if, I, if I'm going to be judging it based on the first few quarters of the game, I'll give some praise at least, and that's to mm. Donovan Wilson. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. he was to me he was showing a lot of grind for that whole game. Some he made some yeah. critical tackles, especially in the third down. No, mm. but. It just seemed like after that fourth quarter, like going into that fourth quarter, it's like all heads were down. We were just like yeah. that team that we played so bad against. I don't know what was the uh, Arizona mm-hmm. that game. Like I thought, I thought that game was bad, but that's that just that fourth quarter alone. No, I actually saw yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland was worse. Cleveland was worse. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. That was a worse one, especially in the. the yeah. When they were running the same play over and over again, we still can adjust to what they were doing. But, but like uh, like James Logan said earlier, and on the comments, Ron Rivera outcoached us pretty much as well. Mm. But he did. Yeah. Well, let's, 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 let's be honest. He outcoached us. Yeah. Uh, and like it's 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 not the first time he's outcoached us. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. No, like uh, I don't think was the start of last season or was the year before that we um, played the Panthers it, in the first game of the season and they absolutely that was, handed us our was, ass. That was two. That was two years ago. I, two I years ago. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was two or three years ago. It was. It was one of the years where I went over to Texas. Um, I can't remember. It was mm. either the year that I went to the Houston Texans game, or it was the year before for Thanksgiving against the Chargers before they went to LA. Yeah. Um, like I mean, the the, the other highlight um, 
obviously Randy Gregory, he wasn't in on a lot of snaps, but he made huge impact on the snaps he was in. Two, two, um, two slacks on Alex Smith. That that helps. That helps uh, not yeah. the the rotation must help yeah. them. Um, yeah, great to have great to have Randy back, and he's he's made a huge oh, difference. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm over the moon that he's back. I'm over the moon that he's back. I've always like I've always been a big fan of Randy Gregory because of his physical presence that he can deliver and the speed yeah. that he can. And his speed, like he is a physical specimen when he's actually on that field. Like I, I, gave, I said this many months ago. If we were to get Randy Redder and said we're going to get that t- same type of player back, because we saw that when a couple of seasons ago he came in for that pretty much that one game of the season against mm-hmm. Tampa Bay and absolutely gave James Winston the biggest ass whooping I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. and we and we liked that like this season. And especially when we got rid of the dead wood, it seemed like well, I was talking about yeah. like the defensive line kind of rejuvenated again. But yeah. Gregory seems to be just like he's like he, he he he's so like he's got his head straight. He wants to play football. I'm all for it. And and yeah. I know it's kind of, and I, I know I'm kind of going off topic again, but I'm just kind of glad that it doesn't take a much impact in the contract. Like he is still on his rookie contract. Yeah. He's he still on that, and and we, I think we still got two years left on him, which is amazing to, when you really think about that. Yeah, I think I think it might be a year at the end of the season, but I mean, we we'll go back to the point. Valentine in the house. Valentine in the house. <laughs> that Graham was making earlier in terms of impending free agents, like whoever is in charge of the Cowboys next season, they're going to have to rebuild this whole defense. Yeah, I mean, it'll be, if, it'll if, be if, McCarthy. If we, I, I'm, I'm, I'm certain it'll be Mike McCarthy. Yeah, if, I think. If, that... if, yeah, like if we look at it on all three levels, like I'm going, Paul, I give, I flip to you for the defensive line, and Graham, if you want to take the linebackers, I mean, where or what are the bright spots that we can build on? The, in terms of the defensive line. Yeah. Uh, bright spots as uh, it's like we do have the you've said now in terms of growth we've got Gallimore yeah. like Woods is still yeah. relatively young he's still relatively young um, in terms of like the the players that could potentially be on the way out and as much as I hate to say it it's Tyron Crawford hate to say that like when you think about it in terms of contract and in terms of yeah. like like yeah. the history, like he's been a great servant to the Cowboys, but I can see him being like cut next year or whatever on that, and we'll bring in he's some fresh faces. Free in. agent. Yeah, so like he'll be, out in, I think he'll be out in the market. I think. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's so hard to judge, really, because it's yeah. been an up. And, it's been so up and down. Like I would have yeah. thought, with having Jim Tulsilla as our defensive lineman coach we would have been like the top tier, but how much has he been told by Mike Nolan to have it run in a separate, like in a scheme that suits him rather than what Tom Sula is trying to teach. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like, cause I've seen this, I've seen this all season. It's like teaching a defensive lineman when they're so used to the one type of stance, which is a three point stance compared to a two point stance. It changes the whole dynamic 
Like two point stance is more of a read and react, whereas a three point stance is full of aggression. Get to the ball yeah. carrier, get to the quarterback. I don't know if that's had any impact. I don't know. It's, again, it's just so, it's just been such a bipolar. And I heard all with yeah. the word again. It's just been so good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. But yeah. for next season, there will be faces that's going to be kept, obviously, in terms of the contract. Like, like I'm I'm still raving about Gallimore. Gallimore's not going to be a stud in the future, without a doubt. My personal opinion, you can quote me on that. Woods will get re-signed, I think, again, because he's he's been such a great utility player. Like, yeah. Like it's been always been like one year contracts and stuff like that. He's been getting every season that I think he might get maybe like a two year. That may be the only extension he might get. Nothing too big because yeah. it like it's because he's always dipping and diving and how he's been utilized. I think he'll be happy yeah. because he is quite he is quite happily settled in Texas. He might go back yeah. to a California team, depending on what the offer is, who knows? But but in terms of, and I know what your thoughts are about Demarcus Lonstrom. Um, I don't know where that where the where that's going to go. I'll be honest. Like he he needs to like he has done some good things this season, like putting the pressures and that. But yeah. in terms of when you when you put, it doesn't look great when you're putting out the statistics. So in terms of the sacks and the QB hits or the tackles for loss or anything like that, it's, it's been very non-productive that way. It seems to be opening it up for everybody else, but when you're getting paid with that X amount of money, you're expected yeah. to be the one getting all those numbers. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but what, what are your guys' thoughts about our defensive line, guys? Be sure to get your comments in, because, and don't forget our linebackers as well. Like, yeah, we, like more, com more comments, the better, guys. Yeah, like Graham, throwing it over to you. Is there going to be a rebuild in the linebacker room this year? No, no, no. Um, You're the no, uh, definitely. Um, they've they've spent uh, they've spent huge capital on Van Der Esch. They've just paid Smith. Um, I, I think as much as it pains me, I think this will be Sean Lee's last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Think having him and in the I, future, I, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, but to my knowledge, we don't really have any great depth. We don't. So no. It's, no. You've, you've got to have depth to be able to rebuild it. Um, yeah. There's been, there's been so much laid on, on Jalen Smith. No wonder he's a top tackler. Van yeah. um, yeah. Der Esch seems to... I, I think it's I think it's easy to label Van Der Esch as injury prone. Um, yeah, he's had yeah. he's had a couple of big injuries the last two seasons. Will um, it'll be a sad day when Sean Lee retires from the field? I don't know if he'll retire from altogether, but he'll retire. Yeah. He'll hang up the helmet anyway. Um, and they're either going to have to spend draft capital bringing in a replacement. Or they're going to have to spend money in free agency, which I don't know if we particularly have. But yeah. one of the things they're going to have to figure out: are we a four-three or a three-four defense? And yeah. they're going to have to they're going to have to nail that down pretty quickly because it's a, it's a, we need to simplify the playbook a lot more. I mean, off seasons are the time to do it. Yeah, so they, they need to figure out: are they going to have? Demarcus Lawrence with his hand in the dirt or not? 
Um, where is yes. where is Jalen Smith going to play? Is he a Mike? Is he an outside? Um, can Leighton Van Der Esch last sixteen games? Who's coming in to replace Sean Lee? Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. A lot yeah. of questions. <laughs> and here's here's something that I just whilst you were talking, I was just thinking on this. Here's names that I've not me- heard mention of in the last six weeks. Joe Thomas, Justin March, Luke Gifford, and Francis Bernard. Like not I mean not are, had one are, month. are we like are we really just trying to flog Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch to death? Or does McCarthy not trust these guys? That could be a, a that's a good interesting point, Brian. That could be maybe one of the like just when you you're brought into your team, you you got to work what you what you've already got. It's it's plain and simple, like you need to work with the players. You can't you can't exactly just get a brand new fifty three man squad just in overnight. You can't exactly have every single player that you desire to fit yeah. this game or whatever. That you need to make work what yeah. you do. So, I mean, it was either going to be a successful year or it's going to be one of those years. Mm-hmm. It was going to be it's it's always going to be next season. Give more time because it's going to be a rebuilding year. I think it's now safe to say it's going to be a rebuilding year for, for McCarthy. Regardless what other position we're looking at, if it's D line, linebacker, corner, corner, whatever on that, defensively, he will yeah. want to get more players that he wants next year, and he'll have an influence on like Sir McClay and Jerry and stuff like that. Like, so yeah. I think it. I think this is why. I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not trying to defend McCarthy, but I think this is why he was trying so many different variations of the four-three and the three-four defense yeah. to see what, because he's trying to understand how this team works more than anything. So I don't know if that could be the reason behind that. I don't I mean what your guys' thoughts are. Like I think it's going to count against him because mm. yeah. Kevin Stefanski. Is a first-time head coach. He has the Browns at eight and three. Now, yes, he had a lot of first, first, first-choice draft picks, very high draft, first, first-round players on his team. But he's come in in the same situation as McCarthy, and he is his team eight and three. And McCarthy has his team as three and eight. Yep, it's the and not just that. Uh, Stefanski's got a lack of experience compared to McCarthy. A yeah. lot of lack. Uh, but I think I don't know what like every head coach has that like they set yeah. out a principle, they set out a rule, what the like the message behind the team. It seems like the Browns are like are well behind that message behind the team. And we saw yeah. it with, with us. We've had players coming out and argue with each other with the coaches. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> Um, I know, Graham. I know. <laughs> yeah, but Graham, Graham, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to team me up here with this one. So, if you go back through that list of impending free agents, I think you'll find most players in that are in the secondary. So, and kind of Andrew had raised this point: we need cornerbacks, we need safety, and another top pass rusher, which I agree with wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, Cheeto. Jordan Lewis, Xavier Woods. They have five games. They're playing for their 
they're playing for the star on their element as far as I'm concerned. No, um, I, no, I, 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 I can't, uh, no, <laughs> I can't let, I can't let the pass rusher uh, talk go. We have our pass rusher, and he's not pass rushing. <laughs> pure and <laughs> pure and simple. Um, yeah. I, We've got other pass rushers that are doing it. The, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, we do. But our our twenty our twenty million dollar. I'm I, I've. Yeah. I, I'm going to go down this road again, and Graham, I, Graham's going I, red right now. He's going I red invite, now. I invite <laughs> everybody watching this pod, uh, this show, this podcast to type a comment and tell me if I'm wrong. Right. I I invite the comments on this one. Just brought up the comments, on, folks. On ESPN, just brought up the. The sack leaders for 2020. Aaron Donald, obviously, huge contract, right? Yeah. Miles Garrett is third, huge contract. Um, Kerry Hyder, remember him? Oh, right, yeah. Seven and a half sacks. Former yep. Cowboy. Former Cowboy, yep. Um, yep. Let's see, keep going down the list. Yep, Khalil Mack is higher. <laughs> Jamal Adams has more sacks than Demarcus Lawrence. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. We don't need another pass rusher, and we're not going to get rid of Demarcus Lawrence. We need our pass rusher to pass rush. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 sorry. You, the, the 20 million price tag on on his head every year. I'm sorry. It, it just it invites it invites comments and. Um, just, just waiting on a, a comment coming in from the viewers to tell me. That well, I'm, I think Cersei agrees, mate. I think Cersei agrees with um, <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Graham. <laughs> I mean, I, I was actually looking at the numbers whilst we were talking about the linebackers. Uh, Marcus Lawrence has four and a half sacks. He is the 39th ranked pass rusher he is being paid as a top five pass rusher yeah yeah and the the, the problem with it is right I, I keep hearing that yeah the offensive line uh, sorry the defensive line is not up to it this year that is why Demarcus Lawrence is having to do so much do you honestly think Aaron Donald doesn't get double teamed every single play yeah. he's, he's let, the main target he's the main target do they let TJ Watt T- I mean, ringing off these names, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Kerry Hyder. We'll even bring Kerry Hyder. Do you think they're, they're obviously drawing double teams, but they're still getting to the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. And let's not forget, uh, Don- Donald and Hyder are defensive tackles. They're having to come yeah. through the middle. Yeah, no, they're no, no, they're, they're the not. They're not. And centre. You know? So they're they're they are double teamed at the best of times. Oh, I think so, you're, you're talking about ninety nine point nine percent. Most of the time, yeah. they're getting double teamed, depending on what the scheme yeah. of the offense is. Hey, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I I do I I think. Look, the saying goes, "You can never have enough pass rushers," and I agree with that. Um, and depending on how the draft falls. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna just slightly segue on this one. Uh, if you can get some tape on Greg Russo, he is the top ranked pass rusher in this year's draft. He is not a Chase Young, there is no Chase Young in this class. Um, but he is the guy to watch out for in terms of edge. 
But again, I, I, go, go on, Graham. I, I think we can rule out yes, yeah. Russia. Like, well, especially when you think about next season, like there's offensively, all line is number one priority. So would it be yeah. cornerback? Mm. So many cracks. So many yeah. cracks. And the problem the problem with it is we paid Demarcus Lawrence a hundred million dollars to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not happened. It yeah. has not happened. Um, I mean, I, I'm fed up. I'm fed up saying, oh, didn't our defence play so badly? We need to finish with this. We need to start identifying the problem. And Demarcus Lawrence, I'm sorry, is one of them. You can talk all day about QB pressures and, you know, tackles for loss is, is great. Don't get me wrong. It's, all, it's as good as a sack, a tackle for loss. But I'd love to know how many how many of those QB pressures turned down turned into touchdown passes? Yeah. Good, good question. Good question. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, it's, just, it's, it's so it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah. And Alden Alden Smith has more um, than Demarcus Lawrence, and we pulled we literally pulled Alden Smith off the street in the summer. Yeah. That second chance saloon. It was like pretty much what's the linebacker that we brought in years ago from a Raven. Um, McLean. McLean, Rolando McLean, mind what nobody yeah. wanted to sign him. He, he retired and came back, and we gave him like two years. He did a good, decent job. So, yeah, uh, it's the same with Alden Smith. It's like low risk, high reward. Yeah, point to prove. Graham- if you want to go back through those names, because I, I, I can see the comment in there from Andrew that he's saying offensive tackle in the first round. Yeah. I don't disagree with that comment. And I, I, I'm i on record as saying Penny Sewell is who I want. Penny Sewell, a high st- a Penny Sewell, nothing more. I'd say if we don't get but Penny Sewell. We might not get the opportunity to get Penny Sewell. This is the thing. Yeah, that's the problem. He's, he's, he's that good. And if you, like, if you, Graham, if you read, read out those names again. Right. So, um, Aaron Donald has 10. No, the free agent names. Oh, the free agent. I do apologise. Yeah. So, um, obviously Prescott, we've talked about, we've talked yeah. about Crawford. We expect Sean Lee to have his last year. Andy Dalton's up in the air. Cam Irving, Joe Looney, yeah. Alden Smith, top pass rusher. Um, Blake Bell, squad player. Yeah. Uh, LP, the constant cowboy. There's every chance he'll be back. Let's face it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Thomas, the forgotten man. Cheeto, yeah. drafted four years yeah. ago. Uh, Goodwin, yeah. Mark Chillard, another forgotten man at linebacker. Yeah. Um, the nervous centre, Adam Redmond. Lewis could be a potential starter. He's He's questionable. Yeah. Um, Woods, we've talked about. Every chance he'll yeah. come back. Malik uh, Malik Turner, he's on the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eli Anouk, Greg Sinat, Xavier yeah. Woods has come in and started on plenty of occasions. Noah yeah. Brown, the special teamer, don't know if he'll have comp- yeah. much conversation for him. Rondell Carter. Um, he was a practice squad on he was a free agent and after this year's draft 
But I mean, if so you, you kind of look at, yeah, if you look at those names, right? In the grand scheme of things, it's, it's a lot of players. That's yeah, a lot. Well, it's our secondary, which is in a lot of trouble because we effectively, Cheeto is our cornerback two. Yep. Lewis is our cornerback three. Woods is one of our starting safeties. I mean, we're going to have to look at corner and safety in free agency and, and the in in the draft. Um, again, just to, to give you a couple of names, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech, Patrick Sertain from Alabama, two cornerbacks. Um, then safety, um, I cannot do any, do any safety. I know Caden Stearns from uh but he's going to be a, he'll be a second or third round pick but i mean we need something at safety and i think we're going to need a veteran at say uh, in that mix at safety and corner because but, but who's 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 going if all the veterans is out there who's going to be available in the, in the market like you're going to have someone like well, obviously there's bloody the the, the Mr. ETs going to be still be there, no. but maybe, but, but then no one's going to touch him. No one's going to touch him, no especially. Touch him and we're not. Like, like, like if, if people were so desperate for safety, why is he not sent for a team? Yeah, but we need to address the secondary because we do. we're getting absolutely lit up by team by a I mean, team with a halfway decent quarterback. And not just that, we're actually seeing it without digs now yeah but like like, like it just this comes to show like he was going to be our like defensive player of the year by a long shot i think yeah like he was the player that was on the most like, i would say digs was the most consistent for our whole like ups and downs this bipolar season he was the only mm. player that it seems to be that has that consistency the fire like making the big tackles meeting the disruptions and the, uh, the wide receivers Man, yeah. If we can get free Trevon Diggs picks and uh, <laughs> pack, up, pack up the free, free agency, then we're rolling. Then we're rolling, you know? But, I mean, yeah. I, I, obviously it's early days. But I mean, do you think yeah. the Steelers podcast is talking about the draft? No. I think, yeah, well, no, I think they will. <laughs> but, but don't, don't, I mean, right now... They'll have still some. They'll still have something to talk the, about right now. The Steelers are wondering who they're going to be drafting at thirty second. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's terrible to be talking draft um, right now. If, if if the draft fell perfectly, I would spend the first one on offense tackle and spend the rest on defense. Yep. Yeah, best player available on defense. Um, well, yeah. I would say I would say we need at least two offensive linemen in the draft, at least two. Like, well, well, sorry, two. We do need two, just just to be on the safe side. But the rest, defense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe like, like it depends. It, I think it really depends where going forward, where we are in the draft. If there's a best player available, if there's an offensive lineman that may have dropped down a little bit, I'm sure you're going to take him over. Cornerback based and based available, you know, like so. Th- there could yeah. be that. I think it may be one of those ones where, when it comes to the third round going down, it's going to be best player available pretty much. Like, but yeah. primarily, but primarily, the first choice is going to be secondary. Yeah, and let's not forget, um, Graham 
Mr. Wilson Senior can attest to this. If Mike McCarthy is there, he doesn't draft skill positions. Oh God! <laughs> well, we'll have a this year. We, we did draft a skill position. Yeah. But Brian, I'd say that's more of an argument for the actual Packers organization. They don't draft <laughs> skill players. Yeah. I mean, just does it do the viewers know how tough it is to have two close family members who are staring the fail the playoffs in the face? And uh, my dad's a Packer, my brother's a dolphin. Um, and wow, that must they're, suck. They're both looking at now that Paul the Dolphins are looking at the playoffs. I don't they, care, it must still suck. Um, that that I mean, who, seen, seen knows, who knows where that where that defense has come from? But the, the Dolphins' defense is uh, it's, it's close to being a miracle, <laughs> it's been elevated so much. Um, if they're, if they're the problem, back, the problem with drafting. Uh, do not start me on Flaming Jones. How how much <laughs> would we kill for Byron Jones right now? Honestly, mm, yeah. I mean, uh, but no, no. What we'll do is, what we'll do is, we'll let his contract run down and just let him walk out the door, and then, and then in a year's time, we'll let Michael Gallup toddle off down the to to New York or somewhere. I think that's been one of the biggest mistakes is not do the whole Jerry Jones usual thing, get an extension in before the contract runs out. It was Byron Jones. It just shows how much of a fundamental player he was. Didn't matter where you put him, where he was at safety or cornerback. Like, obviously, his element was playing corner. But, man, it's it's clearly showing that for the Dolphins right now. He's just absolutely balling over there. But, I mean... I can't remember who it was made the point in the group. Um, are Baron Zach Martin? Uh, I, I suppose it's been Baron Zach Martin and Coop. How many of our big earners, of our of our um, healthy big earners, are earning their contract at the moment? That you guys would say. Can you name me one? In, in perspective, no. well, no. I would Struggling. say I would I, I would say Smith, but no, but no, yeah, but I would say Jalen, but it's because and just, uh, in a salary cap game, that's a pretty big issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know, we've got we've got Dak. Uh, both tackles, and uh, we've we've just lost um, the beard. Well, there you go. Yeah, Andy was the comment. Yeah, the Dak. Dak was, but yeah. the here we're we're in week twelve of the season. It's here now. We're talking about. It's not. It's not twenty twenty one. We're talking about. So <laughs> yeah, who? This is, yeah. this is the problem. I mean, um, the point was made during the, the Thanksgiving show. Something goes on in a player's head when he wears a star in his helmet and he gets a huge wad of guaranteed money. It's almost as if I have made it. I am a cowboy and I have, I have a huge wage. It's almost as if the foot just Damn comes off the gas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 30, 31 yards from, from Zeke. 
fair, fair enough, we had a poor offensive line, but you've got to earn your dough, Zeke. Sorry. Yep. You've got to do it. Mm-hmm. There's bonus money behind that contract as well. He's not going to be getting that bonus money. Yeah, it's, it's it's really really tough being a Cowboys fan just now. It really is. It's um, always it's all, what do you mean? It's it, right now. It's always been tough for Cowboys fans. Oh, listen, no, nah, even, nah, even, I mean, even 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 when we're winning, even when we're winning, people still hate on us because we're Cowboys fans. So it's tough. And, and, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't so long ago we were playing all the backups in Week Seventeen because we'd strolled the season and we could yeah. we could afford the loss. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It wasn't. In terms of the NFL, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's, 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 it, <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But I think on on that bright spot, I think we, we, we might bright wrap spot. up tonight. <laughs> we might wrap up this evening. So, Graham, if you want to give a shout out to our sponsor before we go. Yeah, just a quick shout out to uh, Cowboys Experience. Um, we had a great time with Barry on the on the Thanksgiving uh, show. Shame the, the the game didn't live up to expectations. But if you are planning to go to a game um, towards the end of this season or in, into next season, make sure you visit Cowboys Experience um, because they, like Paul said at the start of the show, they do treat you like royalty. Um, I do hope to be um, a Cowboys Experience. Um, participant in the near future, hopefully. Um, hopefully, we'll ha- we won't have quite a so lengthy uh, an IR list. I remember going to to Lambeau Field to watch um, <laughs> us get thumped by the Packers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, going to- <laughs> I, th- I think we've just got the comment of the night from our uh, Mister YouTube viewer, Mister Austin Powers. It's a shame that we have become trash, and that uh, yeah, it's, it's it's actually yeah, it's it's a shame that we have to admit that yeah, we're playing absolute trash. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just before we go, and in breaking news, uh, which has just been passed in to us by um Mr. Richard Jones, mm-hmm. uh, and feeding on from some of our talk earlier this evening, an announcement from the Dallas Cowboys is the draft show will be returning. This week on Friday at eleven AM Dallas time. I think that just I think that, that says it all. That says it all. Yeah. That the draft show's returning during the season. During the yeah. season. So in 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 what like this is this is coming directly from Derek, who is the head of the social media team. The lineup this year will include Brian Broadus, Dame Brugler. David Hellman, uh, Jeff Kavanagh, Kevin Turner, newcomer Bucky Brooks. Whoa! And will, be, Bucky Brooks. and will be hosted by Kyle Yeomans again. That, the show a, will be twice a week. So that's that's going to be a quite in depth draft show, is enough because Bucky yeah. Brooks is really notorious for doing like pretty good, decent mock yeah. drafts over the years. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's good to see that Brian Broadus is coming back in as well. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I we've got in fact, we actually got an hour quick comment before we finish up. Um, so where are we officially thanking? We can't thank any worse, no such thing as thanking. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no, but 
try and lose modestly. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I still think we should still fight to the end. I, that's me being a competitor, you know. Like I, I still want us to kind of still put on a good performance, regardless, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ugh, I don't we're, know. We're not we're, we're not getting the first overall pick. We're not. No. Jets, as, as bad not as we yet. are, the Jets are, <laughs> the Jets are absolutely but, horrendous. Yeah, if, yeah. If, that's one, if that's one thing that you could be worse being a fan for is being a Jets fan right now because it's just yes. year in and year out for like 1 in, one in 15, 0 in 16. Like yeah. it used to be the Browns, now it's the Jets. Yeah, there's there's every chance that Alabama could beat the Jets. Ha! Oh, there is. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. Like I, I would actually, I, I would actually put my money on Alabama. I would. That is a, that is a beautiful segue into wrapping up the show because, uh, just a reminder to everyone that on Thursday we will have a pregame show for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, with Mike yeah. Poland of the of uh, Texas A and M fan. I don't think he's ever it. mentioned he's a Texas A and M fan, has he? <laughs> But um, everyone, don't forget, look, follow us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, Apple. Yeah, all your normal normal routines. But um, if we say goodnight to you guys. Night. Have a good one, everyone. Um, Rest easy. It's going to be an interesting show on Thursday. Yeah, enjoy the game on Sunday, folks. Hang on to your hats. And it's a good night for me. Thanks, everybody.